people in our industry like get who we are rather than yeah. the person that we portray ourselves to be and they get the they get the opportunity to see the other side of us a hundred percent and I feel like when you are being um authentic and you're not trying to behave like other people in this business uh -huh. then you just attract clients who you know want to spend time with you oh, and not yeah. spend time with somebody who's wired differently welcome to the maryland real estate influencers podcast where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market join us as we chat with industry experts uncovering tips trends and strategies to help you navigate maryland's real estate landscape get ready to elevate your real estate game let's dive in good afternoon y'all this is another episode of maryland real estate influencers and i'm your host jennifer healy Today, we have an actual realtor and a broker, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Wendy Slaughter. Um, and Wendy has her own brokerage. And so, first of all, thank you, Wendy, for coming on today. And secondly, could you tell us a little bit more about you and your bro brokerage? Sure. So, I'm not the broker. Oh, you're not. Um, Diana is the broker. Oh, and you've met Diana. Yes, I, did. I didn't realize she yeah. was the broker, though. Yeah, so she's the broker for our brokerage. She's awesome. Okay. Um, as you know, she's a great resource. Um, she's an attorney, which is really helpful in this business. Oh yes. Um, yeah, we're we're so grateful for her. She's um very supportive. So a little bit about me and my business. Um, I earned my license in two thousand six, which all of a sudden is a really long time ago, <laughs> and. It's weird, right? How fast the time goes. Completely. Um, started the team in 2009. Debbie Gottwalls was the first person um, she and I met. And a friend of ours suggested that we meet. And um, we just, you know, started working together. And that was the beginning of the team in 2009. Some other milestones in 2017, uh, we purchased our own commercial space just for the team. So yeah, it was really great. And then in 2019, we started the brokerage and uh, the brokerage is Elevate Real Estate Brokerage. Yes. Um, yeah, go what ahead. Is, what sets your guys aside, your brokerage aside from others? So it's really putting um, people before profits and, you know, the money comes if you do that, right? Mm -hmm. So being less focused on the money and more focused on what are what do we have to offer and what does the client need from us? And maybe they're not really a client. Maybe they shouldn't move. Mm -hmm. um, so our team is in the top 1% for the state and 89% of our business comes from referrals. I love that you know that that uh, figure right off the top of your head. Well, it's what I love the most. I mean, to me, it's the indicator, right? The most important indicator. Are we doing a great job? And the way we know that is how we're generating the business. I love that. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, that is a no. Can I ask what got you into this business? Yeah, so I was in another role. I owned a marketing company. And um, my kids were young and my husband and I were buying investment property. 
And it just made sense for one of us to get our license. So I, I raised my hand and said, I'll go get it. And um, that's how it all started. I wasn't planning on doing this for a living, but it unfolded that way. It's been great. I love that. And I, I think I did know that about that you had uh, the marketing in your background. And I think that that just, if you've got that in your heart and you've yeah. got the heart to serve others, I think mm -hmm. it's just a game changer. It It is. I feel like you're wired that way too. Yeah. It is. And that's why I'm so glad that, you know, we've talked about uh, having a woman's networking group, because I think that that's yeah. so important nowadays. Is yeah. I find sometimes I just get in my own little world here and I don't step yeah. out of my world often enough to raise my head and say, hey, do you like this idea? Like, I really think it's good. Or, or maybe I just need a little some something right. um, to get the idea going. And but you need those like minded people that have that marketing background and that aren't afraid to take chances because I'm okay looking stupid. I don't mind. Right. I want to just get out there and try it first now. Right. And yeah. so I want to get out there and do that. So I, I just appreciate uh, when I found out about your marketing background. Yeah. I think um, that energy is really important right now. It's just to experiment a little bit yes. and do things that you haven't done before. And um and it is a lot more fun if you're doing it with fun, like-minded people. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Because you just don't know what'll work and you just want to make yep. sure that you're reaching the masses. But, you know, at the same time, being goofy, but not that goofy. Right. <laughs> Which right. Which is always my issue. <laughs> I don't think that's a problem. I think yeah. we need more of that. It, it, uh, just if you would... um. I, I will, I will send you a photo of me that you can okay. use as your screensaver. So when I call you, this photo pops yeah. up. Okay. Photo when you're doing, um, you know, business shot, business headshots. It's the one of me laughing my tail off. And I'm yeah. just laughing so much. But when I think about myself, that's the picture of me that is yeah. generated. It's I love it. Funny. But, and, my, and my friend, Jocelyn Curtis, she's just like, this is your screensaver when you call me. Yeah. Right. This is the picture I want to draw. She goes, and I love it when you call me and this picture pops up because it's just the version of you I've known for 20 some years. And I just love that. So I hope that we all get that about us. Yeah. People in our industry, like get who we are rather than yeah. the person that we portray ourselves to be. And they get the, they get the opportunity to see the other side of us. A hundred percent. And I feel like when you are being um authentic and you're not trying to behave like other people in this business uh -huh. then you just attract clients who you know want to spend time with you oh, and not yeah. spend time with somebody who's wired differently Very um, true. and that makes life a lot better so much better so a lot better. better to find like-minded yeah. people that you're around going on vacation when i reached you this summer and yeah. um and being there away with your uh your your husband and your daughter I believe when we yep. spoke and you were down the beach and then I know you subsequent had quit had trips down for the weekend and I just mm -hmm. I love seeing you disconnect um and get more time and your husband because he's in the business too so both of y'all being able to get out of the business and get time to reconnect with your especially while the kids are young because it's only gonna be a hot minute before she's gone and y'all going to be left with each other. So well, 
I actually have a daughter and a son and they're 23. So they're, they are, they are gone sort of. Um, I wish some days I wish that they were still young and yeah. I mean, I had, there are a couple of agents on the team who have young kids and they, their kids are back in school now. And we're having a lot of those conversations about, you know, it feels really good to have a more consistent schedule um, mm-hmm. for them, but it's also really bittersweet. And I definitely identify with that feeling of, you know, wanting them to go back to school, but also not wanting time to move so fast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it goes very fast. I can't believe that mine are 22 and 24 already. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It really is. It, it feels weird not to have run to lacrosse and run to cheer. And right. Same. Anymore. Um, and at the same time, it feels great not to. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it's weird. I know sometimes I'm crying about it and other oh, times yeah. I'm like, this is really nice. It is. Yeah. It's weird to be on because I feel like I had kids so young and I uh, feel yeah. like I'm still kind of young to have them going. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to find out from you in, uh, we're looking over the the last 12 months of production, as we discussed, and I wanted to find out 89% of your business you had mentioned is coming from referrals. What are you doing to stay in contact with those past clients of yours? Mm, That's such a good question. Mm -hmm. So um, we, the team um, creates an email newsletter. So we don't buy an email newsletter. We create it in-house every month. And um, that gets emailed out to everyone's database. But what we do differently here is that we keep everyone's database siloed. They don't get blended together. Okay. So let's say Debbie's newsletter is going out. Lauren's is going out. Rocky's is going out. Each one of those newsletters is customized to them with their picture, their contact information, and it comes from their email. We have a way to send it out that way. Mm -hmm. And so when people respond, they're responding to them, which I think is really important. I mean, people in their databases don't know who I am. It's not about me. It's about them and their connection that they have Mm -hmm. with, you know, whomever is in their database. So I think that's the first important thing. So we do that for the team. So automatically there's 12 touches a year that they don't have to think about. Okay. Um, other, um, I'm, I'm thinking about what's coming up. So what's coming up for us, we do a lot of client and business um, connection and outreach during the last quarter. So we have a couple of events coming up and we promote those and invite our clients. We have the Blossoms of Hope fundraiser. We have Howard County Ignite, which is a really cool event. Um, They're basically five minute TED Talks, which is just, it's so awesome. And that benefits um, conscious capitalism. Mm -hmm. So um, we have a trunk or treat coming up in October. We have a food drive. I know I'm I'm not thinking of all of it because I just met with Tess, who is our team manager. I met with her this morning and we went over everything for fourth quarter. And then I felt like I needed to lay down. <laughs> but, but I had committed to this, so I'm not laying down. Um, it's a lot. We do a lot. So the email newsletter events, I'm trying to categorize it. 
I mean, definitely one-on-one agents reach out to their clients um, and not just their clients, you know, people in their sphere and people they want to connect with. I think one of the things that we do differently is when we talk about, like, we don't really use the words prospecting or lead generation. Okay. We tend we tend to stick to words like connection, people. Like we don't say leads a lot. We say people. Um, so it's a different vibe, I think. And it sets the tone for when you're approaching people. Um, the other thing that we try to do is have this mentality of what do we have to offer? And, um, you know, how can we leave people feeling better than they felt before they talked to us? So what else are we doing? Lots of really fun, like we do a Thanksgiving mailing. We always talk about, you know, being thankful for the person who is receiving the card. We do a New Year's mailing. Um, So that's it really like, so it's a combination of things, right? It's, it's groups. So it's events, it's direct mail, um, social media, of course, mm-hmm. media is, I have a love hate relationship with it. Like I, yeah. I, I'm on there and engaging with people who I really like some of them I adore, like mm-hmm. I really like them. And then other times when I'm not acting like a creator and I'm acting like a consumer and scrolling, it's just so gross. It's yeah. like the worst thing. So um, I set timers for well, those great. apps. I know I set timers for those apps, which Ooh, is great. I love that. That's wonderful. Now, do you have a business coach or a mentor that you work with or that you're changing so, with? I have been coached. I'm not coached right now, but okay. I um I got my start with Brian Buffini. Okay. And back in 2006. So I would say probably for the first three years, I was in their monthly plan. And if agents are watching this, they'll know what that means. There was mm-hmm. a box that would come and um that's really how I started my business was with Brian Buffini coaching. And then more recently, I worked with a Tom Ferry coach mm-hmm. and um, that was very helpful for the year that I, that I was engaged with the coach. I loved the coach. Um, but most of my coaching has been outside of real estate. So most of my coaching is, um, you know, executive leadership coaching, mm-hmm. I guess. And some, um, you know, there's a little woo woo in there too. <laughs> like, you know, just instead, I, I guess this is the best way that I can say it for a long time. I was very externally focused mm-hmm. and by doing this other kind of coaching. I'm much more internally focused. Ooh, and, I love that. What, what, that's very, that's very insightful. Uh huh. It's really, it's a game changer. I would say for business owners mm. to work on ourselves. And so that like the lens that we have is changed 
which then changes our experience with whatever we're working with out in the world. Does that right. make sense? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like so it. it's 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 a, it's one of uh, one of the questions that I was going to ask you is about mindset uh, because yeah. there's so much negativity in our industry and so much yeah. false information coming on the news or sometimes it's not even false. It's just not the full truth. Right. Uh, and and yeah. and I always I like to ask people like what are you doing to keep your mindset on point. Um, and most people are like, they're not listening to the news. They're not watching the news and they're yep. just digging into like more podcasts and they're yeah. digging into the positive part of our business and the factual part of our business, all facets of yeah. what the facts are. And then they're choosing how they uh, digest that information every day. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so I stopped watching the news about five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't, I can't do it. It's for many reasons. It just does not work for me at all. Yeah. And, I don't mind the world news. I don't want to yeah. hear about the local news though. I I, I, yeah. I I don't mind the world news because you know, you need to know a little bit of what's going on, you know, throughout all the different um, yeah. places and what's going on here. And then of course, how it affects our business. Uh, but I just don't, I can't get into the local one. It's just yeah. too much. No, I, I get it. So when you get up in the morning and mm -hmm. you're starting your day, do you have like a, a daily success plan that you focus on every day? Does it start the night before as you're prepping to go to bed? Uh, yeah. How does it look when you, when your feet hit the ground first thing in the morning? I love this question. <laughs> I, you must be learning so much. <laughs> I, by having these conversations, that's, you know, you get to dig in. And so what I love about these conversations is you do pick up um, really cool things that you can try. Yes. And I feel like, you know, again, my my life and everything has really changed over the past four to six years, I would say. And I do feel like being purposeful and living by design versus, you know, being really reactive yes. is a game changer. And I think this question hits on that yes. for sure. Because before, you know, four to six years ago, I would just wake up and see what happened. Right? Right. I I just wake up and like, okay, get coffee and see where this goes. Right. And now, and it's interesting that you asked, do you start the night before? Because I do. <laughs> So one of the things I've been doing fairly recently is I stop eating at seven o'clock and I don't eat again until 11 the next day. Mm -hmm. I do have coffee in the morning and I put MCT oil in it. Mm -hmm. So there's a bit of fat in there. Um, drink a ton of water. I try to get at least 10 minutes of movement in the morning. That might be a 15 minute strength Peloton class, right? Mm -hmm. Just something to get me sweaty out of breath. I mean, sometimes it's 45 minutes if I have time to get on right. the treadmill, whatever. But my minimum is like 10 to 15 minutes. Um, that is a game changer. That I also read nonfiction, you know, a little bit, um, spend time with my husband and the dog. So there's like this whole thing that's happening in the morning. Um, I also have started doing a little bit of cold showers. So mm -hmm. short, like not even a minute long, right? A minute is like the most I do. 
And it sounds like a lot. I used to hear people talk about this and I'm like, how do you have time for all these things? They're not long. They don't take no. a long time. You're it doesn't right. take, and you're really just swapping out old behaviors for new behaviors. Exactly. That's really what you're doing, right? It's still the same amount of time. Oh yes. I'm telling you my energy level and my ability to focus has completely changed. Oh yes. And here's the other thing that I do is I do that three or four times a week. I don't do it every day. You know, the weekends, I might not do it. So it's not, if somebody tells me you have to do this every day, I'm not going to do it at all. So I need like a little, you know what I mean? I need to be oh, able yeah. to play a little bit. I absolutely love that. And I don't know if it happened uh, because I'm just getting older um, and I want my life to be more purposeful, but I would say <clears throat> I'm 48, I'll be 49 in a couple months. And I think that everything changed about four to five years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and I've become simply more purposeful in my day, um, in scheduling my day and the things that I mm -hmm. do in my day about my health. And I think that that definitely had to do with my age, uh, with my health, uh, had to do with so much, but yeah. I'm finding that it, it, it moves off into all these different lanes. Uh, now. It's not just work driven. Yeah. Then it starts with the health thing. Then it's come become more conscious. Then, then it's the mindset. Then it's listening to enriching things in the morning. And, you know, and they, they say, you know, you are this, you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. Well, I don't know who you hang out with in the morning, but my hangout with in the morning is Mel Robbins and Jay Shetty and Ed yeah. Milan. And yeah. so it's people that are actually pouring into me very positive, yep. kind, uh, thought provoking, inspiring words. Um, and these are the people that I want to help shape me as I, as I'm getting older and moving awesome. on in, in life. And so I'm really finding that too. And I'm so enjoying it. And it sounds like, you know, a little bit cheeky to say, but it's the, it's the honest truth. I'm really enjoying this newest version of me. Um, yeah, I get that. I really get it. Yes. I just, I'm loving it. And I can't wait for everybody in their own time to find out yeah. what works for that. Right. Because I think it's important. You've got to find what works for you too. I mean, we're all, we're all so different. I I agree. And I think that's why it might take four or five years. Absolutely. You know, because you're playing around with different ideas and um, yeah, I and love you it. Find out if you can really get behind it or is it, is it kind of like, you know, right. just something that you want to test out or is it something that you're really behind? Right. And something that you're really becoming accustomed to when you're growing your mind and you're, you know, you're just pulling at the seams and just trying to evolve into the next version of you that you're supposed right. to grow into. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't, I, that yeah. happened one time in the last five years, I had a birthday and I was very unhappy about that birthday. And it was just that I didn't accomplish the things in that year that I had, because I, I didn't set out to the very specifically achieve any specific goals. Yeah. That's what made me unhappy about turning in a new year. I'm like, oh, I didn't do enough. I didn't yeah. do enough to, you know, really be of, of substance. And that's not who I want to be in this life. So then I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do this year? And how am I going to do that? Even if it's just doing stuff around the house, you know, think, whatever it is, it all matters. I think the key is that you had awareness yeah. about that. Most definitely. That's because the I, part. 
that is the biggest thing is staying aware. And again, it goes back to like being internally focused versus externally focused. Right. Like, how are you really feeling about fill in the blank, whatever it is, right? right. You can say my whole life, but then, you know, dig in and ask like, is this really working? It, and it reminds me of being coached. And especially when I was being coached inside the real estate box, mm -hmm. like, it's very, for me, it was too rigid mm -hmm. and there was a formula. Well, that's like you said, that's not going to work for everyone. I think one of the most important things I did in my business and in my personal life was look at every single thing that I could be doing. So let's say for lead generation, all write out the 50 things that you could do. Look at those things and figure out which ones you like to do. Right? Are they easy? Do you enjoy them? And do they provide meaning for yourself and you know for the other person? And just do those. You know, exactly. you don't need to be doing what everyone else is doing. It's right. nice to know. I want to know what's working for other people. Oh, sure. And I'm happy for them. Like oh, yeah. if they have figured out their recipe, right? Well, these five things I like to do, I'm good at, it's easy and it provides meaning. Oh, and sure. there's a return, whatever that return is. Uh, I, I'm happy for people when they figure that out. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I always did. Uh, I knew when my children were younger, I did marketing and the, the marketing I did reflected on the stage of life I was in. So I'd have like a breakfast yeah. with Santa at the fire department that my sister yeah. was a firefighter in because I had two small kids. And so it made right. sense to do that because it went yeah. with my life. At this stage in my life with adult kids, not really part of my daily routine is to have a right. breakfast with Santa. So it really wouldn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it just doesn't flow with my life at this time. And what yeah. I found always made marketing easy is when you let it just develop into your yeah. into part of your life and how, how you work, how you speak. You know, if somebody wants somebody that's very reformed in the way they speak and, and, and right. the language that they use, they definitely don't want to talk to a person like me. That's more no, about same. slang and just, and just hanging out. And I'll probably say, y'all, yeah. not to drive anybody crazy. Um, but, you know, we got to do what is comfortable for us yes. at that time. Yep, I agree. So that's the important thing. Yeah. Um, so I love that. So how do you stay on track throughout your day? You know, I I have a plan for the day. Um, but there are 15 of us and wow. on the team. Cool. And they're, you know, it's hard to it's hard to stick to the plan. So some days it's fine, but other days it just can't be that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, the old me would feel like, okay, you failed because you didn't, you know, close your door and put a do not disturb and you didn't, whatever, whatever. It's not who I am. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm a little more fluid with the day when I need to be. And just because I had something blocked off to do between 10 and 11, and I couldn't do it because people needed me for something, it, I just do it later in the day. You know, it's, 
Yeah. So I try to be, it's weird, right? Because discipline is very important. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes or whatever is something like discipline is the greatest form of self-love that you can have. That's beautiful. And, and it's true. I mean, when I first heard, when everybody was first talking about discipline, you know, years ago in real estate, I'm like, please, I don't want to hear that word. Like <laughs> it's so rigid and like outside of my yeah, language, but now I look at it in a different way. So, mm-hmm. so I, I do appreciate the importance of being disciplined, but I also have an appreciation for being not judgmental with yourself when you can't be disciplines, you know, because it's the nature of the business. It's the nature of working with humans. Right. Yeah. And so many people forget that when they look at that inwards and they forget when they look outwards, they got to be having those same thoughts that that you're still dealing with another individual who may have a good day or bad day or not maybe chasing their tail that day for whatever the reason is. And and sometimes people forget to have that uh, same interaction, that same grace that we give ourselves to give others. Right. Yeah. It's so true. So important. So I actually really love that. That's one of the things that I think you and I spoke about last time is, is, uh, is the uh, accountability. Like I need it uh, in Mm. such a huge portion of my day, because sometimes I feel like I I need to be accountable to somebody other than myself, because I just want to make sure it's all getting done. And so over a period of, you know, a week or a month, it's those kind of things where I feel as though I need more accountability. Yeah. I just run everything by, or did you get these done? Did you get that done? Did you get that done? Um, Or is it time to hire somebody to get this done and get that done? You know, it just pressurized us to have that conversation. Yeah. I think um, that conversation if they're not around. I think you already, you met with Nick Waldner, right? Yes. So, my understanding of the way he runs his business mm-hmm. is he has accountability built into the day it for is. everybody on the team. Yeah. And I mean, he, his team, I really like him and I really, you know, I just, I don't know. I think he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at that and how valuable that must be for, you know, the people on his team to have that. Um, so for me as a, a team leader and a business owner, what I love about having those meetings with people, whether it's a weekly meeting or quarterly, whatever someone needs, um, it helps me be accountable too. I always use that meeting to tell that person what I'm going to do. Exactly. So So valuable. It's fun. And it makes it fun. It really does because we're so often just in our own little islands getting our work done in the day. It's really nice. And then to meet with uh, people that are inspiring, people that are out there, you know, yeah. nailing out, nailing it out into left field and just just doing a phenomenal yeah. job. And you want more, I want, I'll say, I want yeah. more of that connection with those people that are doing it on a, on a really high level. Um, yep. I love that. Um, I'm wondering what kind of trends are you seeing in the marketplace today? Um, you know, we're still seeing the same sellers market um, here in Howard County, for sure. And if the condition of the property is great, 
I mean, condition is definitely the driver for the seller experience. If the condition of the property is great and the property is priced well, then, you know, most of the sellers that we're working with are receiving multiple offers. Okay. So definitely still seeing that. I think most of us in our industry are very, very hopeful that rates come back down into the sixes. And, you know, a couple of months ago, we were talking about, well, if they go into the fives, you know, we're expecting X, Y, Z to happen. Well, that's changed a little bit. And, and we're thinking that even if they get back into the sixes, that we will see some sellers feeling more comfortable selling their homes. Mm-hmm. And that should loosen up inventory for sure. Absolutely. I think that's what needs to happen. I mean, I think that's what we're all waiting for to happen. It's just for the inventory to be open, just a smidge. Yeah, I mean, the Federal Reserve needs to get their act together. Like, I'm so over it. (laughs) So over Like, I mean, when inflation was touching 2% and they're like, oh, what did they call it this time? Transitory? Always something. There's always another reason that they're not going to do it. I'm like, what is going on? Never in the history of, you know, our economic policy have we seen that. So that's a trend. I, it, it definitely a trend, and I think that I think that there's other things yeah. that we we the public don't know about, and I think that we're not supposed to know about. Sure, I'm feeling well. well I know that. I mean, I. Remember. Yeah, I mean, I hear Barry Habib in the backgrounds. Uh, do you follow Barry Love Habib? Him. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. So I hear about all of those things that we're not really talking about that much. Um, oh yes, I I, yeah. I just did um. If, if you check out when next time you allow yourself. Facebook review. Check out my post on. Um, uh, I'm sure your phone has it too. On various one yeah. of his last conversations last week was how much equity every homeowner, the average homeowner, has, and then how much debt they have. Yeah, that conversation has to be had by all. Uh, we can't yeah. talk about the 2.99 percent interest rates anymore, and then not talk about the 33 percent credit card debt or 33 percent interest you're paying on credit card debt. Ninety six thousand oh. dollars in credit card debt is the average homeowner. Stop talking it's about crazy. the 2.9 percent rate. Let's talk yeah. about the accumulation of debt and the the new yeah. savings that people have nowadays. That's the conversation we have to be having. Yeah. Sorry to go on that tangent. <laughs> no, it's true. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think I think you're right that things are, and I just so you know, I can see the time. Okay. Um, yeah. I think things there are other big important things happening behind that are not being talked about as much as they should be talked about exactly. for sure. Yeah. And we have I to do, bring that. Yeah, we've been hyper focused on rates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We gotta we gotta definitely do something about the debt. Um it's, yeah. it's the only fair conversation. We gotta let the math do the math. Yeah. Uh, well, Wendy, thank you so very much for taking the time to speak with us today. And if sure. somebody's interested on talking to you about your team or possibly yeah. joining your team, is there yeah. a way that they can contact with you? Yeah. I mean, they can email me. It's Wendy at the Wendy slaughter team.com. Um, they can call me. Yeah. Whatever they want to do. They yeah, can, text. can give out your number. It's um, 410-440-5914. Thank you so much again for being on here. I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Absolutely. You have a great afternoon. Thank you so much. You too. Take care. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. 
Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out. 